A, B, C, D, E, L, B, A, I, J, K, I, A, L, P. Welcome to another episode of Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. We're, we're barely hot and we're barely cool. Speak for yourself. We're just the right temperature. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie is very pregnant, which we will elaborate on again coming up soon, but she's also very tired tonight. I am very, very tired tonight, but I'm so excited to share this whole entire journey with each and every one of you. And we just want to give the biggest thank you to every single one of you listening. We were the number one podcast, and I'm not sure if we still are, but I got word from our assistant that we're number one in America, Italy, awesome. Finland, and Canada. So I want to say, Kitos Palion. What is that? That's thank you so much in Finnish. Oh, Doug. Yeah. Kitos Palion. And grazie mille per il vostro sostegno. That's for everyone in Italy. I, I recognize Italian. Oh, good for you. Yeah. That's thank you so much for your support in Italian. Oh, I love that. And for all of you Canadians, thank you. <laughs> and Americans, thank you for your support. And if you're from the South, thank you. Right Actually, now. Thank most, y'all. Yeah. Thank y'all. I think Canada has a lot of uh, French, so uh, merci. Yes. No, listen, thank you guys so much for just almost all the love and support and the encouragement that you consistently give us and for cheering us on through this, this whole journey. Honestly, it is so palpable, the support and the love that you give us. And I want to be able to give that back to you if you're someone who's trying to conceive or if you're in your new stages of pregnancy or if you know somebody going through these issues. So today's episode is going to be all the things that I did uh, differently in order to, to conceive this baby. And I'm not saying that this is like a miracle worker or anything like that, because if you have genuine infertility problems, there's really nothing you can do differently than probably see a doctor. But if you are someone like myself who just needs to tweak a few things, maybe, I mean, I, I genuinely believe I had to tweak these things in order for this to this con- conception to take place. And I, and I think what's really relevant is you went back to uh, when we had Henley, you had a specific diet, you had a specific routine, and then you started to do the same thing, and now we are pregnant again. So I think it, it does kind of shed light on some of the lifestyle changes that you've made, which I hope you get to. Oh my goodness. I can't even believe it. Like I feel like first time could be a coincidence, but second time is not a coincidence. So I definitely, I have a whole blog that I've also shared. I'll add that into the show notes. That way you're definitely able to find it. If you're kind of someone who maybe you're driving or working out or something and you don't have a pen and paper, don't worry about taking notes or anything. I have a whole blog for you filled with like the links and everything because I wish that someone would have shared this information with me. So I am here to share it with you, girlfriend. I, we can't go through this whole trying to conceive thing alone. It is a rough journey. Mm-hmm. Today, we have two ladies coming straight from Canada to chat, to, ch- to chat 
with mm-hmm. us to chat with us there. They invented love powered co and it's all about affirmations and how important that is to speak into your universe, but also your children's as well. And we've got five tips for trying to conceive. Yeah. So before we get into the, I have five tips for trying to conceive that I'm going to share with you. But before we get into that, I just wanted to give a little update on um, my dad and in his side of the family. So for those of you who've been a longtime fam, 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 Fam. Fams. Yeah. Okay. Fam. Family fans. <laughs> no, a long time friend, fam, uh, just supporter of Hot Marriage Cool Parents. And you know that I just recently found my father. Um, and if you aren't familiar with the story, then you can just head back a couple episodes. Uh, I share all about how I found my father and all the crazy things. Not just found a father, but gained an entire side of a family, which welcomed us with open arms which was amazing and now we're going back to see him which I'm excited to to do because we haven't seen them in a little while but also there's going to be a surprise guest from what I hear yeah so it's kind of a bittersweet uh get together because it's the one year anniversary of my dad's death so my new poppy they have a I guess my dad was really big on like you know being on the boat and out on the lake and he really loved the water and uh, my poppy, his dad, has his ashes, and we're going to go to his lake home. My dad's, I guess, had a lake home. We're going to go to the places that he loved on the lake and spread his ashes. And, uh, you know, I have two brothers who I've never met. They're, you know, they're my dad's sons, and we have different moms but have the same dad. And I haven't had the chance to meet them or talk to them at all. This This brother, Joey, is my, he was born just a couple months after me. Um, which is a little tough to hear. And even when you were going through this process, I was trying to think from his point of view, you know, the devastation of losing a dad who, you know, you know, depending on their relationship, which I heard was really strong. And he absolutely loved his kids from what we understand. But, um, you know, from, from his point of view, it's like, oh, um, my dad had another child right around the same time that I was born. So he had two children that were going to be from different parents or different moms. Yeah, no, I know. That's got to be really hard to hear. Um, And obviously, our dad isn't around to kind of explain what happened. But I think that honestly, in my heart and in my mind, that's, we're 33. (laughs) That's 33 years ago. And regardless of the reasons why it is what it is we're we're brother and sister and I would love to, you know, just to get to know him and, you know, like, you know, love him just the way he is. I'm not, I don't know. It's a, it's just, I can't even talk. It's very, I get very nervous thinking about this and talking about it because I, I do desperately want to be close with that side of my family. I've always longed to find out who my father is. And now that I know who he is and I have brothers and aunts and, and, you know, cousins, I I just really want to be a part of their family. And I think that it's, you know, life is all about timing and I'm a big believer in fate and, you know, things happen for a reason. And, you know, maybe, maybe this is when you're supposed to meet, you know, your brother. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it's a weird situation. I mean, you're going and well, I mean, it's going to be more of a celebration, you know, uh, of this and, you know, but we met the bulk of his family and Jamie's father's side of the family, you know, one time. So this is going to be a second visit and, you know, some more memories and everything else will start to, to come in place. And, you know, we get a chance to, to be around, um, yeah, that side. Yeah. I just think I'm going to probably crap my pants when I see my brother for the first time. Cause I, I mean, I have reached out to him on social media, so he probably knows who I am. He definitely knows about me. 
And like, I don't want to, I just don't know how to even be respectful. Like, do I, obviously I'm going to say hi, but I'm like, do I say hi? I don't know. Like, <laughs> You should give him a secret handshake. Oh gosh, Doug. I'm so nervous. You about should talk this. with an accent actually. But maybe it's good that I already met my, the other side of my family, like my aunts. So at least I'm comfortable enough with them because I practically crap my pants that whole weekend meeting all of them. So at least yeah. now I know them a little bit and now I'm just going to meet my brother Frank's sister, Frank's sister was the the first one that we met from down in Virginia. And she was the one that kind of broke the ice for us. And she's facilitated this entire thing. And she took it upon herself and said this, she felt like this was her mission to, to, you know, make this happen. Yeah, I feel so lucky. So Frank is my dad, for those of you who don't know, but his name's Frank. And Doug is talking about my aunt Luann. So that's his sister. And we matched together on Ancestry. But if you want to hear the whole story, definitely head back a couple podcast episodes back. But for those of you who've already heard it, I don't want to bore you with the same story. But anyways, just really, really excited to go meet that side of my family and also want to just kind of give hope to those of you out there listening. If you have family members that you don't know about or you haven't found recently, highly recommend, you know, trying trying one of the DNA things. That's what I did and it worked. So yeah, and if you haven't checked out the Himalaya app. Uh, it's a great way to not just get our podcast, but really any podcast that that you like and enjoy and want to follow because you can absolutely go back and listen to the episode that Jamie found her father. Yeah. But more importantly, what I love about the Himalaya app is that you can actually comment within the podcast episode so that you don't have to go to Instagram. Although we do love it when you bop over on Instagram and say hello. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, speaking of commenting and whatnot, we have a five-star review that I found to be very, very interesting. So Cam J 77, she said, uh, response to Kylie Ray Harris death. So last episode, I happened to be scrolling Instagram just prior to we started recording. And, um, I realized from Us Weekly that they had like on their headlines that this this woman, Kylie Ray Harris, had died. And it was just like this kind of a strange way of dying because her dad had been traveling to New Mexico and then she died on the travel to New Mexico. Was that with the cows in the street? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, I feel like we can't... nobody knows what that means. Yeah, it's, it's a long story. But essentially, if you haven't heard about this, she's a country singer and... Um, Cam J 77 left a five-star review. She was saying, I was listening to you guys talk about the country singer that died in a car crash recently and how eerie it was. I wanted to add that a 16 year old girl also died in that accident. And the EMT that responded was her father. He had no idea. One of the victims was his daughter. So the story got even sadder. Oh my God. Wow. That is wow. Wow. What kind of road is this? Because I want to avoid it at all costs. Oh my gosh, that's just devastating. Like, could you imagine showing up to the scene, a crime scene or an accident scene, and then finding that one of the victims is your daughter? I wonder if he knew right away or if he had to find out. Like, I, I just, oh, that would be devastating. Oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine. But thank you, Cam J, for giving me the update because, gosh, that is so devastating. Wow. Yeah. Well, to. that really put a damper on things (laughs) but well 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 yeah that really did get sad but i still uh, yeah well all right i think it's about time we switch over to sharing the tips on how we well just the different things that i did to try to conceive and what seems to be working for us and to catch everyone up to where we are presently if you haven't heard the bonus episode 
Jamie and I announced that uh, we were pregnant after 18 months of trying and finally scheduling a fertility specialist appointment. We found out a couple days before that appointment. Yeah, and I was in complete denial. First, first of all, I think you said we were pregnant. I just want to say we are pregnant, Douglas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I get nervous. Like I believe in like what you put out in the universe and stuff. So I just want to fix that. We are yeah. pregnant. We will be pregnant for nine months. We will be delivering a healthy baby. That's right. Maybe babies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just like Doug said, we recorded a whole bonus episode because ah, oh, we had so much to say. It was so exciting. But yeah, we're pregnant. We're finally pregnant. And we're going to share with you all the tips. Are you looking for someone to share their deepest, darkest secrets on keeping their marriage spicy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you like, please dish on how to be a cool parent? Because yeah, I don't know. Please tell me. Well, Jamie Yotis and Doug Hayner have got all you hubbies and wifeys and mommies and daddies covered. Yep, that's us. Because each week, we're finding a guest who will spill all their dirty secrets. Oh, yeah. Because we all want to keep our marriages hot and our parenting cool. Here's the show. Okay, so like Doug said, we went to the fertility specialist last week and we found out we are pregnant, Yay. but we're not sure if it's one or two, um, which the doctor was pretty was adamant about, pretty was adamant, <laughs> I can't even talk, he was pretty adamant about the fact that it's probably most likely just one and maybe I'm further along, but he did see two two pouches of fluid in my uterus. So I think he found an open space with yeah, fluid. In that, it. That's what he called it. But I'm like, well, that open space could turn into an amniotic sac. Just saying. And Jamie goes, oh, what do you mean? Open tw- twins? Is that twins? And he's, he immediately says, no, 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 no. That's yeah. not what I'm saying at all. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's another side that I'm not saying twins. Yeah. But then my HCG, the pregnancy hormone levels came back astronomically high, which could indicate twins. So I'm like, wait a minute. And that's where I'm out because I have no idea what that even means. So I thought you meant you're out at being a dad and I'm like, I don't think so, buddy. Oh no. I'd I'd be thrilled if it was twins. I'm I'm really hoping that it's a, a boy and a girl. What? I or didn't know that. Or if it's just one baby a boy. <laughs> you just want a boy so bad. Wishful thinking. You don't want two boys or two girls? I would take a healthy anything. Same. But I I really want a boy. I know you do. It's funny that you admit that because before it's really funny actually because the first time that we had like a viable pregnancy with Henley I really wanted a girl and you didn't care. You were like anything. And now I really don't care. I'll take anything, a boy, girl, give me anything as long as it's healthy, (laughs) but you want a boy. Yeah. (laughs) And Henley's going to be the best big sister ever. Oh my gosh. She really is. But any case, long story short, after 18 long, painful months, we had two losses in the beginning of that. I just, you know, kind of got really sick of trying to conceive like we went through lots of like an emotional roller coaster really like at some points I was being really serious and focused and tracking my ovulation and wearing my Ava bracelet and peeing on all the sticks and making sure we were like going like rabbits when we were supposed to and all the things and then you know at some point I was like I'm just gonna rebel and because I wasn't getting pregnant I was like I'm just gonna drink all the wine I want I'm gonna eat whatever the heck I want I'm gonna just I just like didn't work out and I really got kind of maybe a little depressed. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's rightfully so. I mean, even back in 2016, when we were pregnant with our first son, Jonathan, I mean, that was, that was a devastating, uh, pregnancy and, and, you know, didn't really 
didn't really go the way that um, anybody would have hoped uh, or planned for. And, you know, it was, um, that was the reason for us to really share early because of going through that. And, you know, we lost him in the second trimester um, at 17 weeks. And, you know, we found out that we were pregnant with Henley Grace, our little rainbow baby on his due date. Talk about timing and fate and having your big brother look over you. That was the only thing that could have made me happy that day was just learning that I was pregnant again. Um, but yeah, the whole, you touched on it for a moment, but the whole reason why we announce our pregnancy early is because you're really never quote unquote safe in pregnancy. And I really hate that, that like that term or that title for me personally, because I was supposed to be quote unquote safe with Jonathan. I was well into my second trimester. Everything was seemed to be going like swimmingly. And then all of a sudden I lost him. So I was like, at first I was really bummed because we had just shared with the whole entire world on the today show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we didn't have any part of control of like trying to keep it quiet. And I was really bummed that then I had to announce that we lost this baby and it just seemed like the wrong thing. But turns out that it was also a mixed blessing because I got so much love and support from women all over the world. And so many women told me their stories about how they also suffered from a loss, but haven't told anybody or, um, you know, sometimes not even their family members know because they had never been quote unquote out with it because it was the first trimester or whatever. So they just had to suffer this loss all alone. And that just, honestly, it just broke my heart because I was like, I could barely get off the couch. I could barely get out of bed. I could barely shower. I didn't even brush my teeth. I mean, I was a hot mess. I was so depressed. And I don't know. And then to know that there are women who went through this similar situation, but all alone when, you know, I just, I just couldn't fathom that. And they had to, or they had to like go to the office the next day and paste a smile on their face because no one even knew they were pregnant. Well, it's also a conversation that, you know, I mean, it's a personal preference for families when they want to share, but it, it is... It is something to think about, and I, I think the way that, that you exposed it and the way that you brought it up, it really gave women the chance to say, you know, this this is something that I feel that I'm emotionally and physically attached to, and then that loss that you suffered, it is, a, everybody handles a loss in different ways, but for, for women, I mean, that that is in itself feeling like you lost a body part. Well, um, I mean, you, it's a, it's a baby. Yeah. But then also, you know, having to go through that and then having no one know why you're going through this or no one, you know, knowing why that you are sad or then you have to explain it all. And then, I don't know, it just, it changed a lot of the mindset that was out there, which I think was, was good. Yeah, I know. I think it's great. And I think it's also important to know that it doesn't matter. You don't, you certainly don't have to announce early and you certainly don't have to wait, it's really, truly a hundred percent up to you. I just think that the stone age saying of wait until you're in your second trimester is just so, it should just be thrown out the window because I did wait until I was in my second trimester and it didn't, that doesn't, it didn't do anything for me, you know? I think, I think it's one of those just unwritten rules that, that people like, for some reason follow. But. I just think it's crazy because I'm like, pro- surely some man somewhere thought that was a great idea and it, what, how does that serve any woman anywhere? It or, or it could have been a, a woman that was just very superstitious. I don't think it was a woman. I'm just feminist <laughs> in me says that it was a man. Of course. <laughs> anyways, and let's not get political on this. But anyways, I decided after I lost Jonathan in my second trimester that 
you know, I was never going to wait to my second trimester almost to help women know that they don't have to wait either. Like there shouldn't be this unwritten rule because it's just not fair. If you suffered a loss, you should be able to mourn that loss. I absolutely agree. I mean, just getting pregnant is hard in itself. First, we got pregnant with Jonathan. We lost Jonathan in our second Mm -hmm. trimester. Then we got pregnant with Henley about six months later, which seemed like a freaking seemed like forever, mm-hmm. but, um, got pregnant with her and it was a viable pregnancy. And obviously she's here and healthy and happy. Mm-hmm. And then about, uh, 18 months ago, we started trying for our second yes. baby on earth. And we pretty quickly had a chemical pregnancy. And then pretty quickly after that had a 10 week loss. And then for the last like 10 months, we've had negative after negative after negative on the pregnancy tests. Yeah. And, and it was, it was about that time to look into a fertility specialist and you know, the, it's weird, the numbers that you have to have, or the losses, the number of losses that you have to have before a doctor will see you about this. But, um, you know, talk about fate and having the stars align. I mean, we had someone on the podcast speaking about progesterone and how that helps with everything and talking about the life stress diet, everything that, leads to a viable, healthy pregnancy. And I think that everything just sort of aligned up for this visit to the specialist when we found out officially that we were pregnant. Oh, I couldn't be happier that we have a fertility specialist kind of monitoring the early stages of our pregnancy because I'm almost in denial that I'm even pregnant. Sometimes I just want to take another pregnancy test to be like, am I really pregnant? But (laughs) I definitely am because the doctor told me and I'm like, okay, I am because the doctor told me. But anyways, I wanted to get right to the five tips that I did, the the things that I did differently to get pregnant. And this happened when I got pregnant with Henley. And then this has also happened when I got pregnant with this most recent pregnancy right now. And I do just want to say a quick disclaimer that if you genuinely have infertility issues, like um, your tube is blocked right. or low eggs or, you, you know, something like th- of that matter, you know, this, this may or may not be super beneficial to you, but if you are looking for a way to detox regulate, or just reset your body, uh, I know Jamie and I highly, highly recommend it. And I mean, take it from Jamie. She, it, it seems literally impossible when you first start, but she kept on it and kept on it and finally got to that positive stick. Yeah. It was literally like, I don't know, I guess not even, it wasn't, it was like a month on this diet and then I got pregnant. So anyways, this is everything I did. I'm going to just read them off real fast. Then I'll go in and I'll like be in depth. So first thing I did was I changed my diet to remove any foods that cause any sort of inflammation. So I cut out dairy, gluten, alcohol, coffee, and sugar. I know that's a lot (laughs) to take in right now. And for husbands out there, you may want to do your own shopping because your cabinets will be filled with food that you're probably not used to and may not want to eat. So make sure that you're prepared as well. (laughs) Uh, And then the second thing I did is I began lightly working out. So it wasn't anything crazy, but I just about two to three times a week, I would literally work out for about a half an hour, just enough to build a sweat because it's really important. It's proven that this has helped. This helps, you know, um, emotionally and mentally. The third thing I did was actually, can I just say something to that? Because, um, you know, both of us, there's so many excuses to not work out and there's so many ways that you can talk yourself out. And, and I am, uh, I am huge with that because I talk myself out of working out all the time, but something that Jamie had said the other day, 
we were watching the new season of the it's bachelor in paradise is that what it is yeah so you started watching and i started asking questions and you had just got done working out so you said i don't want to talk about it or play it because i only play it when i'm working out and i think it's it's just funny how you when you find your motivation when you find your distraction or something that gets you up and out of the chair i think it's it it's super helpful yeah 100% agree um so like Doug said we'll I'll get back to this a little bit more but I literally don't work out or I don't watch that show Bachelor in Paradise unless I'm working out because <laughs> it's just one of those brainless mindless it sucks the life out of you so like I'm like okay well I can justify watching a show like this that feeds nothing to me as long as I'm working out but okay the third thing that I did that I think that I would be probably quick to kind of look over and maybe not do but I I guess if I if you're my friend I would recommend to not look over it because it's really helped me like center myself is uh meditate and have a gratitude journal uh and I'll talk more about it but um highly recommend meditation and gratitude journal and then the fourth thing was that I would literally envision myself becoming pregnant so I would just close my eyes take a deep breath and envision that and then the fifth thing that we did and this honestly we didn't do differently, but I really wanted to add it onto the list because I think that it's really, really helpful. Is because um, we've been using we we've been using precede forever, and we've been lifting my legs up after sex the whole eighteen months trying to conceive. Yes. So that's why I don't know that this necessarily had anything to do with us conceiving a baby, but I do know it's helpful. So I didn't want to like just dis, you know discount it. It may or may not be helpful, but it is fun. Well. So pre-seed I think has been so pre okay no I'm talking about like afterwards like me laying under your butt and lifting your legs in the air so gravity holds everything in yeah <laughs> how, about, mean, how about that visual yeah right well that's exactly what we do okay but to go back to number one so about everything that I did so the first thing I did was I changed my diet and I removed any of those foods that cause inflammation so all dairy was out gluten out alcohol oh my god I love a glass of rosé that's like my favorite in the summer that's out coffee by far the hardest I mean no question about it I would drink probably half a pot of coffee a day uh for the first two and a half weeks I'm not even exaggerating I was just like sluggish my brain was foggy I was just miserable for the first two and a half weeks but then something happened right around like I don't know day 15 16 17 and I just would wake up and I was actually awake without needing coffee. It's, I couldn't last that long. It was incredible. It still is incredible because I'm still coffee free. Uh, and then also <laughs> I eliminated sugar, which for me is, is also very, very difficult because I love sugar. I love dessert. I love cookies. I love cake. I love, you And know, you love how sweet I am. Yeah. So who needs sugar when you have dog? No, Yay. but those were, I know, I know that sounds like radical and crazy and how on earth could you ever do it? But I promise you, it's really not that radical and crazy once you get into it. Like I, I found some ketchup that doesn't have sugar in it. I've found barbecue sauce doesn't have sugar in it. I have these Ghee, chia seeds. There's a lot of random stuff. What's the new, uh, syrup that you got for protein pancakes? So coconut nectar. So instead of using maple syrup or, <laughs> you know, the syrup, the fake syrup, that's just nothing but sugar and water, you can get coconut nectar. I'm going to literally have all of this in the blog. So if you're really interested in having an in-depth overview of all of this, I will have it all linked there because I know it's very hard to find this type of type of eating and whatnot without having some sort of guidance. And I'm certainly not a 
what's that called when a guru, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a guru whatsoever, but I'm going to try to help lead you in the right direction because I would have loved a friend to help me with this, uh, you know, in the beginning. So and we found some very cost effective ways because not all of that gluten-free and organic, not all of it is super, super expensive. And I think that's, uh, you were really adamant about finding good deals and scouring the internet and things like that to find Oh yeah, absolutely. But, um, so yeah, so changing your diet doesn't have to be that hard. And honestly, I genuinely, genuinely believe that if you're someone who's been trying to conceive for a very long time and you haven't gone that route yet, maybe give it a shot. It's definitely, you have nothing to lose. So definitely, definitely give it a shot because like I said, for both, for my daughter Henley and for this pregnancy now, that's, that's what I did differently to get pregnant. And now I don't know, I'm envisioning that I'm going to have a happy, healthy baby this pregnancy. Of course, I don't know because we're so early still. But but the fact of the matter is, is that changing my diet really did help us conceive. So I do think that that's it's just totally important. Um, and then the, the second thing that I talked about was that I began lightly working out. So I literally have this not even $200 stepper. It doesn't even plug into the wall. You literally just get on it and step on it back and forth. And I do not let myself watch Bachelor in Paradise unless I'm on that thing. Just because working out, breaking a sweat, it could be a walk, it could be anything, but just do something to help release those endorphins. And I mean, I just think it's so, so, so important. So Get the I, blood flowing. Exactly. I mean, when you sweat, you're literally sweating out toxic waste out of your body. It's, so it's, it's genuinely very, very important to break a sweat. So if you could do that two to three times a week, I mean, if you could do it more, God bless your sister. <laughs> but I did it two to three times a week, and I was, I'm pretty satisfied with that. I can, I'm continuing to do it as well, two to three times a week. And I mean, not for nothing, if you don't know where to start and you hate the gym, I don't necessarily love the gym myself, literally do not watch your favorite show go out and buy yourself a stepper or a treadmill or something like that. And do not let yourself watch your favorite show unless you're even just walking on that device. And you would be shocked at how much you sweat and you you don't even realize you're working out because you're so sucked into the TV. Or you can get just like little weights and do lunges or do squats and things like that. There's, there's a lot of different ways if you didn't want to go out and buy a, a stepper. Yes, that's true too. You don't necessarily have to buy a stepper, but that's what I did. Uh, The meditation and gratitude journal. So you don't have to go buy anything for this. So the meditation, there's this free app. It's called Insight Timer. Again, I'm going to have this all spelled out for you in a blog. So you don't have to worry about trying to remember everything. You could just go to my website. It's jamieotis.com. But I'll also put a link right in the show notes so that you can find it easily. So this meditation app is called Insight Timer. It's absolutely free. And if you find yourself full of anxiety or depression or just your mind racing a lot, then I can't tell you how beneficial meditation will be for you because those are all the things that I struggled with. And it's hard to stay optimistic when you're trying to have a baby for so long and you get negative after negative and you see other people getting pregnant and then having their babies and you're still just trying to get pregnant or you maybe just suffered a loss it is so important to try to recenter yourself. Like just remember what you're thankful for in life. And I know that sometimes maybe you're bitter and you don't want to be thankful, but trust me when I say that if you can find the gratitude, then the good things come to you. Like it's almost like, it's like a, the law of attraction. Like if you put it out there, like the gratefulness that you have and the things that you, that you already have that you're thankful for more good things are going to come to you. And then the gratitude journal can literally be a notebook. It can seriously just be like, paper and just write down five things every single morning that you're thankful for. And it can literally be the same thing every single morning until you can think of something differently. 
And then the fourth thing was, sounds like a little hocus pocus and it sounds a little tutti frutti, but I would literally close my eyes and envision myself with like a nine month big old belly with a healthy, happy baby in there and, you know, delivering that baby. It's not, it's not hocus pocus because this, uh, this was something that I regularly did during sports. So even college baseball and everything else, I would, we would use that as a way to envision the game, envision the outcome, envision different plays, you know, and, and just working out certain situations in your head. And then getting in that mindset keeps you, keeps you on site and keeps your goal on target. And that's what you have as the light at the end of the tunnel. A hundred percent. I truly, truly, truly believe that what you put out into the universe is powerful and it's what you're going to get. So I was just trying to even put a pillow under your, under your shirt and pretend that you're pregnant and <laughs> now that's a little hocus pocus. walk around with your, your hand on your back and leaning over and having your husband run out and getting you stuff because you're eating for two. Um, go that far. No, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to go that far. But um, the last thing that I did, well, d- we did together is we use pre-seed. This is probably TMI, but anybody who listens to our podcast knows that we share literally everything. Uh, so pre-seed is like, it's kind of like KY jelly, but it's a lubricant that's safe for sperm. So when you're having sex, you know, we would use it regardless because it's supposed to help the little guys swim, you know, up into up further. So mm-hmm. <laughs> to meet the egg. So we would use pre-seed every single time. Um, and I really think that that was helpful. The last thing that we did was again, TMI, but Doug would after, right after we got done having sex, like almost instantaneously, it was like the exciting time to put my legs up in the air and Doug would like push my legs up. So they stayed up in the air. My butt's like literally on my side. Yeah, it was, it was, where did you even learn that from? I don't, how did we start doing that? Honestly? So I have this amazing community of women on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and they recommended it. Like I learned about really? pre-seed from my, my girlfriends, you girls listening. Thank you so much. And I learned about the leg trick from, from you guys. And <laughs> honestly, I feel like only maybe only a few of my friends know about that. So I'm like, okay, let me spread this message to all of you guys listening. And so if there's any other tips that you have, please send them my way. And if, if they're real good ones, then I'm going to share with absolutely everybody because yeah. I, I think that there needs to be more of a community because there's, it's kind of taboo to talk about things like miscarriage, pregnancy loss, infant loss, and ding, Putting ding, your ding. legs up in the air. No. <laughs> ding, oh. ding, ding. Trying to conceive. Oh. It's, it's almost like no one really wants to hear about that bogus. And like, I'm, I'm just trying to think of when, when we first did that. I guess it was with Henley. Yeah, it really was with Henley. And I guess I just went, I went along with it. Like, yeah, someone said to lift your legs up in the air. And I was like, oh, okay, I think. All right. Yeah. But anyways, so those are the five tips I have for you. I've really just been trying to adjust my lifestyle to be as healthy and holistic as possible. And another way that I've done that is switching my deodorant. I've switched a lot of things in, in our in our household. So like the cleaning products, uh, my makeup, but also our deodorant. I've been using Native. And the great thing about Native is that it is a deodorant that doesn't have any aluminum. It doesn't have any parabens. It doesn't have any... Talc has nothing but 
ingredients that are found in nature, such as coconut oil, which is antimicrobial, shea butter, which is a moisturizer and emollient, tapioca starch, which absorbs any of the wetness. They never do animal testing. It's free shipping and returns. It's perfect because it actually works. It smells good. I use the coconut and vanilla. I absolutely love the smell of that. It's actually the most popular scent. They have over 10,000 five-star reviews, which made me feel comfortable giving it a shot. But Honestly, there's no worries in trying it anyways because they offer free returns and exchanges in the USA. I genuinely love Native. It is the deodorant I have switched to because I don't want any of those toxic chemical things going on my body. And if it's something that you're interested in switching to as well, you can get 20% off your first purchase. You just visit nativedeodorant.com and use our promo code HMCP. So visit Native Deodorant, N-A-T-I-V-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com and use promo code HMCP at checkout. Yeah, that's, you'll get 20, 20% off your first purchase. And like we, like I said earlier, there's really no risk because they have free returns if you don't like it. But I promise you, you'll like it. I recommend the coconut and vanilla scent. It's, and your armpits will be thanking you and so will the people around you. Honestly, there was a time that I kind of just didn't even wear deodorant because I was like, I don't know what deodorant to wear. Like I remember that. I tried this one natural deodorant, but it left a red rash underneath my arms. So I was like, I don't know what kind of deodorant to wear. So I just didn't wear any deodorant because I didn't know it was safe. Terrible time. Yeah, I was a little stinky. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I really was. But anyways, this native does really work well. So highly recommend it if it's something that you're interested in switching over to. And speaking about being healthy and putting healthy things in your body, have you tried the perfect bars? Uh, I have tried them and they are delish. Well, not only are they my favorite protein bar in the morning, but they also have a perfect kids bar. And Henley loves this perfect kids bar. She, I mean, she would eat it all day, every day. And it's her favorite is I think the peanut butter, but they also have the chocolate chip um, snacks. Oh, they have so many different options. The best thing about it is that it is made with quality ingredients. They're made with freshly ground nut butter, up to 17 grams of whole food protein and 20 superfoods. It's all combined to create a cookie dough-like texture that is just as nutritious as it is delicious. And for the kiddos, there's eight kid-friendly superfoods, a bar size just for them, and it has a cookie dough-like taste and texture. They, Henley absolutely loves it. And so my favorite thing about these is that they're non-GMO verified. They're gluten-free, soy-free, kosher, low GI. So they're not like spiking up your blood sugar and they're made in the USA. Right now, Perfect Bar is offering you 15% off your online order. Just go to perf.bar slash HMCP. That's P-E-R-F dot B-A-R slash HMCP for 15% off your online order. Yeah, I mean, truly, they're delicious. They're healthy, perfect little snacks for you and your kiddos. Perf.bar slash HMCP to get 15% off your order today. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, there we literally have a whole fridge full of them. And you are a small business owner, correct? I mean... It's, technically you are too because we have we host a podcast together <laughs> that's very true this is a small business in its own entity so you know how you have to go to your email and bounce between work email personal email spreadsheets timesheets tasks to do oh you're God. looking at your phone all the time you're stressing me out just talking about this well zapier is the easiest way to automate all of that it connects your business software 
handles the work for you so you can focus on the things that matter most. There's nothing worse than wasting your time on tasks that you know could be automated. OMG, that's like the absolute, absolute worst. Zapier lets you instantly engage with leads, send them to a CRM or a spreadsheet. Then you can notify your team so they can act fast on every opportunity. You could join more than 4.5 million people who are saving, saving an average of 40 hours per month by using Zapier. So yeah, if you need some help by automating, definitely recommend trying Zapier for free. You can go to our special link. It's zapier.com slash HMCP and you can try it for free. That's Z-A-P-I-E-R.com slash HMCP for your free 14-day trial. If you are a small business owner, an entrepreneur, a uh, mid-sized business, this is a chance to automate your entire process. And you can save an average of 40 hours per month. So that's awesome. Zapier.com slash HMCP. Try it for free. All right. Now I want to bring on the girls. So Love Powered Co. was introduced to me by one of my friends, Alex. She's Canadian. And she said, hey, listen, I just discovered these girls. She had them on her podcast, the Here for Her podcast. And she said, I think you might be interested in interviewing them as well. That's such a Canadian thing to do. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a women supporting women kind of thing to do. And so when she told me about what their mission was, which is literally about speaking affirmations into your life, but also into your kiddo's life, I was all for it because I just told you my five things to trying to conceive. One of them was meditation and a gratitude journal and kind of envisioning myself being pregnant. And I just believe in the power of speaking affirmations into your life. And I just remember walking into the table and seeing all of these beautiful cards with positive messages on it. And you were reading them. And I said, what is this? Yeah. So we'll bring the girls on. They can share all about the, these affirmations. I really think that you're going to enjoy there, our interview with them. We are so excited to have you ladies on Hot Marriage Cool Parents. When you sent me your love powered littles, I have the little, the, the box here, <laughs> these little affirmations that you've created for kids, but for also for adults. I'm so impressed by it. I've got to be honest. I mean, you know, it's not a secret. We get things sent to us often, you know, but not always are we a big fan. And this, I was instantly like, wow, this is what the world needs a little bit more of. So I want to just dive right into the top and ask you a little bit more about yourselves and what ma- what inspired you to create these this Love Powered Co. Well, thank you so much. I mean, that means so much to us. The feedback we get from our customers and from the influencers out there and everybody that we send the product to has been so overwhelmingly positive and it really just is the fuel that keeps us going. So thank you for that. So Anna and I, we, it's Lindy speaking here, but Anna and I, we met, met, I guess it was in 2016 and almost instantaneously knew that we wanted to be in business together. So I know that that doesn't happen very often because every time we tell anyone that, they're like, whoa, that's cool. That doesn't happen often. (laughs) And uh, we didn't know what the business was going to be, but we knew we had to do something together. I was really, um, you know, I watched Anna from afar and she had built this beautiful business. She has been an entrepreneur for many years and I was in corporate previous and I had just gotten into this entrepreneurship game. And when we came together, we realized that we both had really complementary strengths. So we started talking about, you know, what we were doing in our own lives. And we realized that we were both on this really intense, um, you know, self, self discovery journey, personal development journey. And one of the things we were both doing was positive affirmations. 
And so we both have kids. We started thinking, you know, how can we start to implement these beautiful best practices using affirmations with our children? And when we started to look for what was available out there as a tool to guide us, there really wasn't much at all. So it felt like it was the stars had aligned. We were like, this is it. This is what we need to do. If this is something that we're really craving ourselves, there has to be other parents out there that are craving it too. Absolutely. This is so inspiring. First and foremost, that you met each other and instantly knew you wanted to to go into business together. That's incredible because that never, ever happens. But (laughs) But more importantly, that you saw that there was a need and there really is a need for this. I think that especially in our generation, the technology, and I'm not like... People really love to hate on technology and social media and, and I can see why, but also there, I mean, it's such an amazing tool to bring people together. I mean, if we didn't have social media and my computer right now with this app where I could see your faces and chat with you and then the podcast to share with everyone. It's almost like a necessary evil. Yeah. You know, but, and, and I think it was the, the struggle with Jamie and I in, in the beginning was kids are going to have to know the technology. They're going to have to know these tablets. They're going to have to know the smartphones, tablets, things like that. But it's also on the other side of things. How can we get them to a point where they're not just totally ignoring us while they're on these apps and the phone and just the screen time and everything. And and that's where I found this, this kind of very unique, um, and really great idea. Yeah. I mean, what I especially like about it is that it's really focusing on, so it's easy to get sucked into the technology and just like brainlessly watch, consume, whatever. But this is like such a great way to literally be able to engage and interact with your child and help build their self-esteem and not only just theirs, but like mine too. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I need to hear this about myself. Like I need to look in the mirror and be like, you are loved and you're beautiful girlfriend. (laughs) Yes, girl. Amazing. And that was our big intention behind it is how can we reconnect back? Because like you guys mentioned, technology is amazing for connecting, but we're overly connected and actually really soul with our soul disconnected, you know? So we thought, how can we bring it back to paper? How can we bring it back to the present moment and having a physical tool that we can use to engage with our kids? Because we were realizing with our own kids, you know, you ask them, how's your day? Good. It was great. But let's go deeper. Let's go deeper and really go and engage and reconnect back within our families, within each other. And so that was a big inspiration for us is is just getting back to basics. And in your... I was going to say, I don't, I don't know how old you guys are, but this does remind me of back when I was in school with my parents and we had almost like little flashcards and we would go off of each other. And I am, I'm just, the, the material is phenomenal. The, the choice of material because cards can break, they can rip, they can go, this, this is something that will stay around for a while. Yeah. For everyone listening at home, I feel like we should probably explain yeah. to you what we are talking about. <laughs> So essentially, I mean, I guess you ladies could probably describe it better than me since it's your business. So I'll let you take it over. But what is it? What is uh, Love Powered Co.? So Love Powered Co., I mean, our mission is to empower the next generation of mindful leaders through the power of I am. And we've developed affirmation cards for kids, for teens, and for women. And it's all about, you know, bringing it back to positive self-talk. So one of the things, I'll I'll just bring you back a little bit on my journey, but I struggled with pretty intense anxiety in my teens and 20s. and, And the more I talk about it, the more I hear from other people that they've struggled to at some point in their life, especially women. And, you know, what really helped me to get out of that anxiety was 
the practice of doing affirmations. And so these affirmations are to really inspire you to feel good in the moment. It brings you into the beautiful present moment. And that's really where the mindfulness element comes in. But it's also a way to change that self-talk. So if you're in the moment of, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not brilliant enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. I mean, the whole world is telling us for some reason why we are not good enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, these cards are to bring us back to the truth, which is we are more than good enough. We are love. We are brilliant. We are worthy. We are enough. And this is really just to kind of remind us of that in the moment. But the more we speak it, our subconscious mind starts to listen. And then our conscious selves begin to, sorry, begins to believe it. Yeah, and it was something that I kind of, uh, that I read when I was looking everything up. It was the way we speak about ourselves creates our reality. And that could not be any more true. The way people speak to, about themselves, towards themselves, with themselves, it really does create your environment, your atmosphere, and it does feed off into other people that are around you. And, and the scary thing is, is that if you have children, you think, even if they're like just babies, you think they don't pay attention and they're not absorbing it, but they do. And it kind of, I feel like we're, it's kind of almost sounds like we're talking like hocus pocus here, but it's really <laughs> not. It's just the, it's just the truth. Like if you have anxiety and anger and stress, your baby is going to sense that. I feel like we sound like we're all a bunch of granolas over here. Like, <laughs> but we kind of are, we kind of are, but that's, you know what, to bring it back, Jamie, what we found when we were looking at what was available in the marketplace, it was like either textbook kind of stuff or very woo-woo granola stuff. And we're like, listen, we, we love the woo, mm -hmm. but how do we open this up for the mainstream mom? How do we open this up to the mainstream woman or dad or, you know, um, teenager who really needs this, but it's not very approachable when it's covered in angels and pixie dust, you know? Right. So we really wanted to create the branding and the look and the feel to make it something that you're gravitated towards. And then it's the gateway into the, I guess it's a gateway into the woo. Yeah, <laughs> but you guys nailed it. Like our words, our thoughts, everything we're putting out there is creating our reality. And so, you know, it, it sounds woo, but it's reality. And so if we want to change our reality, if you want to, if we want to change our current situation, we need to start looking at our thoughts. We need to start looking at the words we're using to ourselves, to others, and what we're putting out there because it's like a boomerang. It's coming right back at us. And so we have that power to really design the life that we want to live, but we got to own it. We got to take ownership of it. And and what was the, what was the inspiration of this um, as it came to what we see now as part of these cards and 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 these affirmation cards? Was there was this something that you guys were actually practicing beforehand, or I guess what was the process leading up to the final product? Yeah, you nailed it. So Lindy shared her story about you know suffering from anxiety and really. Um, really um, overcoming that through affirmations. But we realized when we came together that we were both doing affirmations with our kids. So we were just rhyming them off. We were making them up on the spot. Um, for me, transitioning into motherhood. So I had been an entrepreneur for six years before becoming a mom. So I had enjoyed a lot of time freedom. Um, and then this little human came to be and, and I it was all sucked away, right? And in the most loving way, but I had to really come back to the truth through affirmations. And so I was using affirmations for my own stress and anxiety and then 
ideally for her to feel it because what we also learned through research is that our kids subconscious minds are being programmed until the age of seven and so we have the zero to seven space to really program them with empowerment and positivity as we were talking about and so when we came together we said wow our kids are just these perfect clean slates and so instead of becoming adults and having to unfuck themselves eventually, like we're all <laughs> doing, and sorry, you complete me, but why not power them now with this greatness? And so for us, it was a no brainer. We said, we have these beautiful humans, let's empower them as opposed to then them having to do the work like we are. I couldn't get behind this more. I grew up, I don't think that I just feel like maybe in our generation, it was a little less, um, it was a little undereducated in the sense that babies and toddlers, it seems like they don't understand and they're not aware, but they are so aware. They are sponges and they absorb everything. And so just like if I was just cussing out Doug, you know, that negativity is just going to feed into her. And so instead of, I mean, not that I cuss out Doug, but that's how my my daughter learned the word shit was from from my mom. Yeah. But no, yeah. But like, I think that this is just really such a powerful message that we can like to share with other, other families out there, because I don't think it's a known fact that these kids are sponges from like literally zero to, you know, I guess until you say seven is what the research says. And, but even still, and to know that if you just, you know, spend a couple minutes every single day looking at your child and just saying, you know, you don't have to be a perfect mom to do this. You don't have to be a perfect parent. You just like literally spend a couple minutes looking at your child and just saying, you are loved. You are so smart. You are so funny. Like all the great, powerful things that they're doing, whatever it may be. And then of course they're beautiful or they're handsome. That's always important as well. And I think some of the messaging behind that too is, is learning the dialogue, but also if you don't have that in your life, these are very empowering phrases to say to yourself and to create your own reality. And not for nothing, but with the amount of suicides and opioid addictions and all of this, it's like, if we can develop positive coping mechanisms from an early age, I feel like I genuinely believe that we will see less and less and less of this. And I feel like it just, our generation is, was like, you know, at the point where technology really wasn't so advanced. And then there's this millennial generation where it's like, it's boomed. And this is where we're seeing the suicide rate climbing and the addictions climbing. And, and I think it's genuinely because there's not enough quiet time with yourself, quiet time with your, with your parents, where you're, where you're getting some positive affirmations other than seeking it in like Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or whatever, you know, whether you mean parents have to start talking to kids. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And you know what? And as our entire intention is if we can help someone feel more confident within themselves, within their body, because as Lindy said before, we all have these incredible things within us. We just need to start to believe it. And so, you know, getting the the positive talk from our parents is amazing, but then even going deeper, let's get them, let's help them to believe it themselves. Because if this generation is more confident, if they have more self-belief, then they won't even do that stupid shit that, you know, they may be peer pressure to do. So this is why we feel it's just so huge, especially for teens. You know, as parents, we have, we can take it on as our responsibility, but let's help the teens too, because it's really tough out there as we know. And, and based on your research, um, do you have any advice or tips on how to best effectively use these cards or any best practices that you've had, um, you know, depending on how old the child is, but. 
Yeah, I mean, for for our kids, the, what we do is we fan out the cards, unless they're dealing with something in the moment. For example, if they come home and say, you know, I don't, I, they don't feel smart if they didn't get a good grade, or if they come home and they feel like they just can't do the thing that they, you know, you might want to pull the courage card or the brilliant card based on something that they're doing in the moment. So you can start that beautiful conversation and really start to explore the vocabulary of being brilliant. And um, unless they're dealing with something in the moment, what we do is we fan out the cards. You know what? We should do this. Yeah, we should do, do this it. with you guys right now. We let's have, do it. We have the femme cards here, which is for women. That's I fine. have those ones too, but we'll, we'll use your cards. Sorry, and husbands. Men, men. <laughs> um, so pick a I number. I have women's tendencies sometimes, I heard. Oh, there you go. I'm the best. <laughs> Choose a number between 1 and 29. 24 is my favorite number. Okay, awesome. All right. So every card says, what's your power? What's your power on the front? Look at this. This is interesting. Jamie, do you want to read it? So this card says- This is my card. Okay. okay. <laughs> Doug, read it. Doug, Doug can yes. read this one. Beauty is my power. I've always said that. Um, I am beautiful. I am radiant. I am magnetic. My true beauty shines from within. I am beautiful. I love that. I almost feel like I could cry. Okay. At the very bottom, it says, what makes you beautiful? How does that make you feel? Which I feel like is a great way to start the, the conversation within yourself. Not so much with anybody else. It doesn't have to be with anyone else. We will share it with Doug. Answer these questions. Let's share it with oh, everyone else. It's my, um, I think it's my, my thought process and my dance moves. <laughs> uh, I feel I have a very genuine heart and I have the best of in intentions for the people I care about and the people around me. And but for the people he doesn't care about. Right. I always try to bring some positivity to somebody's life. Always. That is awesome. what makes you beautiful, yeah. Doug. And so, I mean, oh my gosh, that's, that's awesome. just lovely. <laughs> um, so what we do is we fan out the cards and Anne and I, we just feel the energy of it and we'll choose a card in the moment. So Jamie, it's your turn. Okay. So my I think my favorite number, I mean, my birthday is the 15th, so, or Gracie's birthday is the 24th. I think I better go with that one. I just chose 24. Uh, 22nd. Good golly, that was her due date. I always mess those days up. Her due date is the 24th. Her, she was actually born on the 22nd, so I'm saying 22. <laughs> Jamie gets food envy, so if I chose something on the menu, she would choose the same thing. So it's, That's no. why I said 24. No, 22. That's awesome. You guys got it. Well, here, again, it says, what's your power? So, Jamie, this is your power. Gratitude is my power. I am grateful. I am happy. I am blessed. I inhale love, exhale gratitude, and give thanks for all of my blessings. I am grateful. In this moment, what are you grateful for? How does it make you feel? In this very moment, I am so grateful. I mean, all I can think of, we're, we're pregnant. We just found out we're pregnant. <gasps> <laughs> Like, I mean, I could think of a million things, but like, we're so thankful for that. So, but I'm also, I'm really grateful for this conversation. I'm really, we grateful. haven't told many people that. Yeah. We haven't told anyone. Yeah. Thank you. But I, uh, I also, I just, I wanted to like, just say that I'm also, I'm really, truly grateful for this awareness though, for self-awareness, for being aware 
while I'm young, when my daughter's young, how important this is. And, and I know that it sounds cuckoo to some people. Like I know my family would be like, come on, what is this about? But I'm grateful that I don't think it's cuckoo. And I know that the value is in this. Like I genuinely believe with my whole heart, how important it is to have just like some quiet time with yourself and to just look in the mirror or look at these cards and really think about you know, what is it that you're grateful for? And just remember all the things that you're blessed for, or why am I beautiful? When we are, we spend the whole day picking at our cellulite or our, like our zits or our scars or our stretch marks. It's like, okay, but what is so beautiful about us? I mean, sure. We have a stretch marks. We had a baby, but oh my gosh, we carried a baby. Like, yeah, I I honestly am so grateful for that. And obviously being pregnant and for my daughter, my husband. (laughs) like a pool that you keep pulling from so oh. much gratitude. I oh my gosh. I, I really do have, and that's a great thing about this type of a practice. So I only started doing kind of like self-affirmations and self-awareness probably about maybe six months ago. Well, you was, have a, a, a gratitude journal that yeah. I've seen you write in. And honestly, if you were to go back just a few episodes, it was all about anxiety and stress and coping with it. And, and I would always preach how important it was to just meditate and to be like to be, you know, to be quiet with yourself and to say, you know, have positive self affirmations and, and to even work out and to eat healthy. And it just, that seems like a, a laundry list of things to do. But once you start to slowly incorporate those things in your life, it genuinely helps you. So anyways, I, uh, so, and now when after you practice it a few times, you're like, yeah, I'm so grateful for all these things. Right. And it's, and that's just that simple practice of gratitude. Like you said, can change everything because all of us, every single person listening to this right now has at least one thing that they can be grateful for. And most likely a million things, because if we think, you know, just the idea of breathing, I mean, we're alive, we're here, we get to experience life, you know? So if you can't think of anything else, like be grateful for the breath or for your legs, cause you can walk or for, you know, whatever it is. But if we really just focus on that, as opposed to everything else that is going on wrong outside of us, our life changes, it shifts. Well, one, one, one thing that is clearly evident with, with these affirmation cards is it, you have to be with somebody, you have to be present with somebody, you, you know, these are, these are different practices that you can't have distractions. It's going to create dialogue. But like you said, it does bring some energy to the room. I mean, even just doing what we did, you know, it, it doesn't seem silly. It, it, it was, it, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Actually. I mean, you don't have to be with someone, but it's honestly a great way to do it. Like if we, if Doug and I were to do it together alone, I mean, this is not like your We thing. have different kind of cards for that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> like I could see it being a really good way to build on our relationship. We haven't done it alone, but even just focusing on just ourselves or with our children, I think is like a really great place to start. Or if you have to, you know, work on your relationship maybe we should start picking some cards and I should be like, tell me why you think I'm beautiful, Douglas. That's a good one, actually. I like that couple's exercise. And we've had so much amazing feedback from our customers, our community, just people are really enjoying the process, but they're telling us how they're using these cards in ways that we never really imagined. Mm. And so we'll get stories of after Thanksgiving or after Easter, we get all these stories of, you know, we passed the box set around the table and each person picked a card and they pulled a card and it started this conversation. And these stories were like, oh my gosh, this is so cool that people are using it in this ways that we just didn't even we didn't even think about, you know, it's almost like, you know, like not bathroom reading, but I guess it could be. Could be. Um, could be why totally. not? And you know what? Put them on your mirror, put them on your kid's mirror. As you start this journey, we don't want to say you become more woo, but you become more aware, more aware and it becomes a part of your life. And to raise our kids in this way 
is awesome. And there's also this um, transition too. So I watch my kids from, no, Farrell was three when we started this. Mm, yeah, she was she Maya's did. age. So watching the transition, my daughter being Maya's age, her daughter's age, and now she's six. And the questions at the bottom before, okay, well, tell me about a time when you were courageous. And it was like, well, Samantha in my class and I did this. And I'm like, well, good for you. Like, you know, yeah. just whatever <laughs> answers are coming, that's great. Mm -hmm. But then there was, I remember this shift. Tell me about a time when you were courageous. I remember this so clearly. And she said, we were at the cottage and I was on the cliff and I was really nervous. I didn't want to jump off, but my cousins were there. I felt safe and I jumped into the water and I was courageous. And I was like, yes, it's happening. <laughs> we weren't having these conversations. Would she ever even think, think of it? Yes. You know, yeah. and honestly, and probably not because it's just the way we're wired, at least it seems is that you tend to focus on what you're not good at and what you need to improve and what you don't like for whatever reason. But that's hopefully, you know, knock on wood, maybe if we raise our kids with positive self-talk, that wouldn't be the way we're wired, quote unquote, anymore. You well, know? It's also, it's, it's the, that subconscious trait, you know, the subconscious training as they're getting older. I mean, we see it now with our daughter Henley turning two, where she picks up our mannerisms. She, like, from the way she walks or the way she puts things down, it's like these are all sort of unsaid things that they're just watching and observing. And there's no question that because you guys are doing that, that you know, that's the first thing that they're going to think of and grow on. Absolutely. So, ladies, real fast, I wanted to ask you, where could people go to get some of these positive affirmation cards that you have created? Of course. So our website is lovepoweredco.com and we're always on Instagram. So at lovepoweredco and uh, through our stories, we share some of the behind the scenes of building this business, um, different things we're up to. And then our feed is more consciously curated. <laughs> is there a way for uh, the community to share with you guys the different stories and everything? We'd love to Instagram um, DM. So, so direct message or uh, email. Yeah, post it out or email info at lovepoweredco.com. Awesome. Thank you ladies so much for, first of all, for creating such a powerful tool for art for the next generation, but even for us and, and for taking the time out to chat with us about it. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. You guys you. are awesome. We should, we should read one card per episode. Yeah. From now on. <laughs> Thank you ladies so much. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. So someone just spoke up and wants to say hello. Yeah. Can you say, I woke up? I woke up. Doug just came back downstairs to grab her. But Gracie, can you say, thank you for having me on? Thank you. Good job. You did it. I, I did it. You did it. Good job. Can you say, see you next week? Okay, so Doug grabbed her and they're going back upstairs. He's putting her back to bed. But I'll just let you know that we were so happy to have Anna and Lindy on from Love Powered Co. I hope you guys really enjoyed that interview with them. And next week, we will be back talking all about my fertility appointment that is on the 12th. So by the time this episode airs, I'll probably have already had it. But you know, we record these episodes early. But we will definitely fill you in on everything that's been happening and I'll find out, I think I'll find out if it's twins or not. And I know the doctor said it's probably not, but I'm still hopeful. <laughs> uh, and of course, we'll share about how the meeting went with my brother for the first time and 
how it went, you know, spreading my dad's ashes and, you know, just kind of kind of share the journey with you. Thank you so much for all your love and support and encouragement as always. We will see you guys next week. We love you. I just realized I said we love you like I say to Henley. <laughs> but seriously, we do love you. And we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.